All right, hockey fans, listen up because we've got something special cooked up for playoff season. It's called the Daily Faceoff Playoff Parlay Challenge, and it's going to add some serious spice to your playoff experience. Now, here's the deal every playoff game, you're going to be faced with a handful of questions. It's like your own personal playoff puzzle, and it's free to join. And there are prizes because who doesn't love winning stuff? Daily winners, you're getting hooked up with gift cards. Treat yourself to some nation gear or maybe even your favorite jersey. And for the big dogs, the people who can win an entire round, it's straight, cold, hard cash. We're talking about real dough for your hockey knowledge. So lace up those skates, stretch those thumbs, and get ready to show off your hockey IQ in the daily face-off playoff parlay challenge. Sign up today and play every game day at games.dailyfaceoff.com and prove your puck prowess. Jewelry isn't a gift you give just once. It's a way to remind your loved one of a beautiful moment every time they see it. Blue Nile can help you find the gift that says how you feel and says it beautifully with expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com and experience the convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com to find the perfect jewelry gift for any occasion. BlueNile.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hey, you're one of 12 listeners of The Real Life Podcast, brought to you by Rig Hand Distilleries. Good afternoon, everybody. Coming at you live from Little Brick in the heart of the River Valley. Bag Milk is already having a laugh. I'm jacked up on caffeine today. Squire's here. He's smiling through his teeth. It's been, it's, it's, yeah, it's been light and fun in the office. How's it been? How's it been for you guys? Three fourths of the office. (laughs) A little inside joke there for you. Mercy, mercy. Uh, When you work in a cafe, ladies and gentlemen, anyone can come. They'll find you. They'll find you. They'll find me. I'll tell you what, I'm feeling good, boys. I don't care what happened Why? earlier today because the Oilers are in first place in the Pacific. Well, I mean, they were first place f- for a few minutes, but for a couple hours. Hey, they, when- they stopped over at Little Brick and had a delicious cup of coffee in first place and left in second place. If you climbed Everest, how long would you stay at the top? The rest of your life? Forever. Forever? You yeah. wouldn't ascend and come I'd back down? probably just be one of the ones that died and be frozen there on the hillside. You oh, I see. That's way better, too. Yeah. That's yeah, my legacy. Look around and then be like, okay, better time to get out of here down oh, to safe ground. Me. Or you die up top in a heroic pose. Mm. Yeah, yeah, froze up. Exactly. See? But I, you, you got to take that in, man. The amount of time that you, you took to get up there, you got to at least spend, I don't know, an hour. They'll be back. <laughs> an hour? That's away. all you got? Is They'll be hour? back. They'll be well, back. Well, it's very oxygen deprived up That's there. That's true. Yeah, I guess. Gotta, I say we come realities. down to second in the Pacific, catch our steam, work on our secondary scoring, and then reascend the mountain in about oh, March. Yeah. Well, we have one game in hand too, so like it's, we may as well be That's num- true. number one, first in the Pacific. Nobody thought the Oilers could even lay claim to being first in the Pacific on November, October 29th. If you go back and listen to everything I've been saying leading up to the start <laughs> of the season, I've been over the top positive about this team and how it's going to be. So am I surprised? Hell no. There's been a lot of Kool-Aid going down at this table and in this office. Yeah. yeah. I just won't be arrogant about it because we know what that does because we tried that last year. I'm going to be right. very humble and grateful. Like Unless the Kendrick song, Humble? Yes. And respect the process. Respecting it so much. It's been a wild ride. You know, starting with that game in that egg that we laid in Sweden. Oh, yeah. Terrible. Uh, I was like, whew. Even I the still Boston believe. game. Boston, Boston, well, Boston game, I can give them that because they just came back from, you know, jet lag and whatnot and... uh I can I can buy into that. Like you got to show up to the swing, especially when playing as Taylor Hall. But you know, I hey, all's forgiven. I think it's amazing because you said it. Game against New Jersey sucked. Boston game okay, not great. Travel still sucked. First forty minutes in Winnipeg, terrible. Last twenty minutes, oh boy, that's a turning point. Oh boy, brought to you by our friends at Jiffy Lube. 
The yeah. imaginary sponsor of the Real Life Podcast. That's well, the turning point of the season. Jiffy Lube is a proud partner of the Nation Hour, so it's true. Go get your oil changed today, everyone. <laughs> Service your car. It'll treat you well. I thought this was a hockey podcast. I'll be talking about his oil changes. <laughs> we drive cars here in oil country. <laughs> I think when you look at the, the guys who aren't named Connor McDavid... They have stepped up big in the last two, three games. Well, how many? He was involved on the first hundred goals of the mm-hmm. season. Mm-hmm. Finally, secondary scoring is beautiful. They almost beat Nashville without Connor getting a point until Nuge so gracious, graciously passed him the puck for an empty net goal. What about that, Wanye? That was against Washington. Or whoever. I don't care. I'm excited. Exactly. They're all they're there's all blending a, together. Been so many wins recently. I know we get confused. I'm Makes excited. Sense. I feel like remember we were watching the game and I let out the confident statement that everything was going great, and then Dry got hit in the head with a stick, <laughs> and then who else got hurt? Larson took a puck in the mouth. So we're watching the game and I'm like, you know what? You know what, Jay? I think everything's going great. And our third roommate like cringes and goes like, "Don't bring a jinx upon us!" And then literally two yeah. injuries in ten boom, seconds. Boom. Happy birthday! That was Leon Drysaddle's birthday as well. Yeah, nice little puck to the musher, stick to the musher. Stick. You know what would make that mush. feel better? Eight point five million dollars worth of stitches. You'll be fine. Mm-hmm. You'll be fine. Mm-hmm. And a two-goal night. Huge night. Back-to-back two-goal nights. Oh. Big Sexy 2.0's cut turn it on. Didn't he get back-to-back two-goal nights? He did. He did, yeah, yeah. He did. No, I'm just uh, processing. Taking it in. Take it. Reeling from the news. I am reeling, yeah. It's so funny, too, because so many people were down on, first of all, the Oilers after those two losses. Yeah. Deservedly so. They didn't play well. But we still drank the Kool-Aid. And then also, Leon Dreisaitl was taking a lot of flack in the first week or so of the season. And the big man's turned it on. I like it. If you also want to go back and listen to the things I say, I say Leon is perennially a slow starter. If you also want to go back and listen to me, <laughs> just always go back and listen because that's where the truth lies. <laughs> Brownlee had a tweet like two games into the season showing the first 10 games. And he's like, how many wins do you think people are going to get, people? And people are like, zero, less than zero. I heard that Tom McClellan's an alien, like just the worst trolls. And I pinned that or saved that tweet. And then I went back and lipped everybody off and somehow CC'd Curtis Stock and all the tweets. And he came on like two days later and was like, what happened here? <laughs> like, Don't worry, Curtis. Northlands Park's getting knocked down. You got bigger things to worry about. When you went back to Brownlee's tweet in hindsight, yeah. what were the answers like? What were people saying? Two wins. Because what Brownlee wins, did was he kind of had like the next, what, eight, ten games or something and yeah. said, how many wins are the Oilers going to get? Yeah. Like the consensus was like three wins in the first like 12 games. Jesus. But that's Twitter, an already negative subset of people. Yes. The trolls on Twitter, an even more negative subset of those people. And a Twitter? very vocal subset. I was well, talking to Gregor this morning, Jason Gregor at ooh, Jason W. Gregor on Instagram. A big name drop, not a big deal. <laughs> if you like Instagram fitness, you will love Jason Gregor. And I don't know anything else he does for a living. As far as I'm concerned, that's it. Yeah, he, it is a different life on his Instagram. Watch out, Hal Johnson. Oh, Gregor's coming for you. Oh, if you Hal just grow a delicious mustache like Hal's. Oh, it'd be fantastic. But he said to me, quote, the Oilers have turned the corner, Wanye. This is today he told me this. They are now going to be perennially in the playoffs for the next foreseeable future. I didn't know if it was going to happen this year or next year, he said, but it's happened. He said they've brought in a bunch of young guys. They're competing. They're pushing veterans out of the lineup who aren't necessarily bringing the thunder every night. And they've crossed the divide. Imagine that was true, Bag Milk. I hope so. I'll I'll drink 11 liters of that Kool-Aid. Oh, I'm going to start hydrating now for April. First thing we know about nation business, when the Oilers do better, traffic declines because you don't get the bad for business. You don't get the negativity traffic. Although what I would say is yesterday, Sunday, October 28th is our best traffic day in months. For real. Yesterday, the nation we've turned the corner. (laughs) Yesterday, the nation was cranking traffic. Oilers nation or the entire nation? Oilers nation. Uh, Oilers nation specifically was cranking yesterday. Really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I bet your Leafs nation was full of tears about Austin Matthews. Poor little junior. (laughs) He's made a glass. Both shoulders over the last three years have gotten knocked. End of debate. Yeah. He's made of cheese. Cheese, yeah. Speaking of Matthews, you know what I'm looking forward to? This is my theory, and I'm looking forward to it. When Leafs management... He needs a new contract at the end of the season. When Leafs management tells him that he is made of glass and that he's often injured and they're going to hold that against him to try and bring his price down. Yeah. Bye-bye, Austin. It's going to be the best. He'll never be a bye-bye, Austin I situation. know, but let's just say it anyways. Yeah, that'd be the best. Imagine if anybody does, though, here. he would. He's the kind of kid. He's the one that didn't stick around a junior, went over to Switzerland or whatever the well, fuck it was. Well, to be fair, though, he needed dough. 
right? Yeah, he was helping his parents. He was helping out his. He family. did it for it was it was a noble reason. But I Matthews just think he's, is his and they also have very good like bandana collections there, like state of like like Louis Vuitton and like yeah. And if you want <laughs> like ankle length coats that the fashion, up, yeah, the fashion of Zurich, yeah. Oh, it's amazing. Oh, yeah, it's the five years ahead. Fashion's yeah. way ahead. Yeah, that's why he went there. Actually, he went to Zurich to to play there to get the fashions that would be in style three years later when he was drafted by the Leafs. So you get a wide variety of clothes. Yeah, including that puffy coat. Yeah, the Carmen San Diego coat. He's the he's the anti Connor, right? Connor is humble, hum, but like robotic to the point of what? Handsome, right? Well, fucking Austin's all about beautifully. all about Austin. That's what that. And that's my point. I think that I could see this dude because he mentioned, well, the, the word going around the kind of Toronto media now is maybe Austin doesn't sign an eight-year deal like Connor did. Maybe he goes for something like five, which if they did that, they're ridiculous because that would take him right to free agency and see you later. Yeah, he'll go to Arizona for all the money. I, I think he could because think of what he would mean to Arizona hockey. He's an Arizona guy, goes home, plays. Home to Zurich. Spreads the word. <laughs> What are the latest fashions? I'm back in Zurich. Oh, a lot of fashion in uh, Arizona, I've told. Lots of fashion. Anyways, fashion to, outlet malls. Back Absolutely. to Connor. Screw Austin's fashion tastes mm-hmm. and adventures. Mm-hmm. Connor McDavid rules. Did you see the look of glee on Connor's face watching Connor on the scoreboard at the end of the game? Incredible. Uh, <laughs> he looks at himself like I look at him. Yes. And perfect memeing picture as well. Oh, yeah. Perfect memes. Yeah, that's that's got life. A lot of life. How about this, Wanye? 17 points in 10 games for our captain so far. Is that what it is? That's it? 17 Jeez. points. It's pretty incredible. Dude is on fire. Looks like fire. And I love it. I love it when, you know, Connor McDavid is not fake. Connor McDavid is as real as real gets. And then we're the host of the Real Life Podcast. We're entitled to talk about real. When he smiles, he is smiling from his toes. Oh, yeah. And he doesn't smile much. Yeah. One of my favorite. legitimate. There's no fake smile. There's no fake smile in him. No. I love smiling Connor, but not quite as much as goal scoring fired up Connor. Oh, I love feisty Connor. Fired up Connor is something else. He is unstoppable. Remember in the draft when he was sitting in the stands, he did the double hand wave and he was like giddy with excitement. Yeah. Think about knowing Connor now four years into his career. Think of how excited he would have had to be to let the stone wall crack that much to see that much excitement squeak out. Oh, he was thrilled. Thrilled. It was bursting. Well, it was because he was in like a little like, like optic, like focus of solitude with his boy, Dylan Strom. And they were like, oh, like back in the room. And like, that's where you got to see a little bit of real Connor. And it was draft day though, too. Oh, yeah. And he was fucking excited up. It's like Connor's a robot outside of the room. Yesterday in the game against Chicago, there was a moment where Duncan Keith had the puck near the blue line. Connor was ripping up on him and you could hear an audible shriek. Like it was almost like a horror film from the crowd in Chicago. Like (gasps) it was like, Oh my God, something bad's going to happen. And Keith just kind of swept it out. But fuck man, when he's coming down on you, there is nothing more terrifying. Blackhawks got lucky yesterday. They, uh, they got some good sticks on, uh, on Con Con because he was bringing the heat. And they also got all the penalties, which was annoying. Oh my God. It was nonstop. Speaking of penalties, like, I'm sure I'm not the only one who who noticed this, but that Luch high sticking penalty, like, yeah, sure, he high stuck that guy. But the ref called that so after the fact because he saw a player down on the ice. He t- you could see him. He turned his head. The player's on the ice. Didn't even see what happened to have the guy be on the ice. Arm up. It's driving me crazy. Oh, like that one's legitimate. Then there's the ones where he's hitting guys when he's actually like literally following the letter of the rule book on what a body check is, and he's getting called for penalty. Did you say a big hit on Barzell? Oh, oh yeah. Oh, it demolished. Oh, that was Speaking good. of big hits. And that was Ow. just like that popper off guy or whatever his name is. But that was, was clean. Like, there was no penalty. Oh, that, was that was a great hit. Yeah, that was a great, great hit. hit. Yeah, I was amazed there was. That's the whole, if you cross the trolley tracks, you got to pay the price. Keep your head up. Pay the price. Tom Wilson did that. That would have been a 12-game suspension. Got to pay that price. Looking at Lou Cheech, he has got 16 PIMs right now. I would say probably... Of all of those, he's deserved what? Maybe four minutes, six minutes. He's getting called. Half, yeah. He's getting called because big. Yeah. He's like touching people. They fall down into a crumpling heap. Yeah. And he's getting called for it. It's ridiculous. It's stupid. It's stupid. Why are you staring at us? Stupid. <laughs> it's the no hit league. But Luch is no doing league. what we want him to do. Oh, yeah. He's not 
you know, I think the goals are going to come. He's playing well. He's getting chances, but he's mixing it up is what we what we've always yep. wanted. Fired up Luch, looking up, looking mad at Luch. Was least. that in uh, Nashville? All the scrums. Yeah, I think so. All and Luch is <laughs> Luch is on the ice for all of them. So like, Nuge is getting picked on or whatever. Nuge is standing up for himself, but like, there's Luch right in there. But that's what I love though. Like a smaller guy's getting picked on. Luch comes and steps in and say, "Listen, I will crumple you into a ball and throw you into the fucking hemisphere." Yeah. Oh yeah. That uh, that stops the scrum. Uh, quite quickly when Luch comes. He's terrifying. Yep. Going into that game, like, matinee? Uh-oh. Oh. Nashville? Uh-oh. <laughs> Koskinen? Uh-oh. Oh, it was like a trifecta yeah. of just, oh, shit. Wrong plus wrong plus wrong like, equals right. Co- like, like, you can't argue with the result of Koskinen. Like, he let in three goals. They were all in the power play because there was like 9,000 power plays yeah. in that game. Uh, I bet you, like, our power, our penalty kill percentage was still 90%. Dude is gigantic too. He's making kick saves from the corner. Yeah. So his leg, he, he, there is an athletic guy, but like still, I just, I, I, I don't, I'm not confident in his style yet, but like, I, I can't argue with what happened in Nashville. Well, because he's a praying mantis. He's a giant praying yeah. mantis in the net, and he's just all dangly and stuff. Yeah. Sometimes pucks hit him. Sometimes they don't. It's, it's wild to watch. It is, it, it, it is. It is wild to watch. And wow, what a barn burner in, in Nashville. You know what? But that game really annoyed me though. Because it was the Oilers were running the show for probably thirty minutes, and that place still sounded like the best party you could go to. That drove me crazy. If the Oilers, if that was flipped, and we were at Rogers' place, and the Oilers were getting stomped for thirty minutes, building only half empty. But Predator fans have a reasonable expectation of watching playoff hockey year in year out, whereas <laughs> yeah. we have been. Cond- I think it's hard to take <laughs> one game in Rogers' place in twenty nineteen that's quiet and be like, well. Just goes to show you, Oilers fans don't like clapping. Like, no, Oilers fans have been watching since 07, watching every game. It's been horrible. A lot of bad ones. Let's take a break, boys. We'll be back. Real life podcast after this. SumoJerky.com. You've been through the gas station. You've seen all the flavors. Teriyaki, black pepper, maybe extra hot, sweet chili. That's about as exotic as it gets. But if you subscribe to Sumo Jerky at sumojerky.com, check them out online, enter your preferences. They source out the finest small batch handcrafted ma and pa jerky from all over the world. They have all your favorite flavors, but it's high quality handcrafted versions of your favorite flavors and they get exotic as well. Exotic jerky from exotic animals or play it straight and stick with beef. Enter your preferences at Sumo jerky.com it shows up once a month deliver it as a gift if you like have it sent to your work for a little pick-me-up during the day sumo jerky.com follow them on instagram at sumo jerky for pictures of their meat or sign up for the service yourself sumo jerky.com once a month meat delivered right to your door it's the home delivery service you didn't realize you need until it started showing up my favorite day of the month is Sumo Jerky Delivery Day. SumoJerky.com to get started. We're back. Real Life Podcast. Brought to you by our friends at SumoJerky.com. Bag Milk, you see my Instagram today? Go ahead. Did you see it? I always look at your Instagram. Do you see how it was a guy dreamt about Sumo Jerky? What? Jordan Wall. I dream about Sumo Jerky. Pretend, wish he was in a time machine or Sumo Jerky started a long time ago? Yeah, he said he had a dream about going back in time to 2008 and telling me to buy Sumo Jerky. Oh, yeah. So like it was like Netflix. Amazing. Mm-hmm. Does he subscribe? Said the accountant in me. Who wouldn't? It doesn't matter, says the marketer in me. I dream of uh, sumo jerky because I've been waiting patiently for weeks now for the next order. We got to be due soon. Yep. Any emails been sent your way? No. Interesting. Uh, Interesting. Uh, the wait uh, goes on. Uh, the wait goes on. Okay. I'm sure it's normal. Well, it's on its way. And we're just putting you on the spot. I'm impatient. That's what my problem is. I want my jerky and I want it now. That's true. Oh, uh, special request from our, one of our Swedes, Peter Sibner, uh, who was on the podcast last week. Great guy. Uh, he wants to know if sumo jerky can deliver to Sweden. Well, he is very affluent. So the answer is for him. Yes. But if you're prepared to pay $3 for $1 worth of jerky to come up and shipping, <laughs> yeah. right? Yes, we can ship anywhere in the world, as a matter of fact. I uh, I sent uh, Peter home with uh, some Wilhawk beef jerky. Oh. And uh, oh. he sent me a, a private message, got home, like, just had the jerky. You need to know this is the best jerky I ever had. And you got to talk to Wanye. I want a sumo jerky subscription. He thinks everything we do here is jerky related. So here's the story going to Wilhawk. Remember this story, Bagmill? I do. So Will Hawk comes on the show or on the site as an advertiser. And I'm like, you know what I'm going to do? I want to hit up Will Hawk and get them to be a one month beef jerky supplier to sumo jerky. And I email them and I'm like, Hey, it's me, the guy from Oilers nation. The thing that you advertise on, I'd like to order 800 bags of jerky. 
thinking that there's going to be a party at Wilhawk Beef Jerky HQ. They're going to praise the day they advertise in Oilers Nation. And the president messaged me back and was like, no, we're fine. <laughs> I'm like, what? That is a boss move. What do you mean we're fine? This guy doesn't understand the kind of weight I'm moving online. I'm moving some bags, son. And he goes, well, you can come out to Leduc if you want and talk to me about it. Dot, dot, ampersand, ends email, doesn't sign it. And I'm like, what? I don't have time to drive out to Leduc <laughs> to talk to you about. And then eventually I went out there. Uh, they are so busy yeah. at Wilhock Beef Jerky. They literally do not need our business. These guys sell all the jerky. And I was like, man, I've probably tried 50 kinds of jerky at this point. Let me try this garbage. And then I had a bite of Wilhock Beef Jerky. I was like, this is the best beef jerky I've ever had in my life. It's so good. It's so, ridiculous. Someday it'll make so much I'm sure of it. The issue is they don't make vacuum seal bags because they don't need to. Oh, that's right. It and is, I was like, how come you can't ship this shit internationally? He's like, I don't care. Look at my big pile of money over here. It was how big real. was the pile? Was it big? This is the story. He says to me, my grandfather started this beef jerky company up. It killed from day one. My dad took over. It killed again. I took over. It's still killing. They only make like two flavors. I know, but that's all. You, you have one of them and you, re, you realize that's all they need. It was unbelievable. It's the Henry Ford of beef jerky. It is. Yeah. Any flavor you want, as long as it's original. Mm-hmm. There must have been, no exaggeration, 75 people cycled through his store that's only selling one flavor of beef jerky awesome. in the hour I was there on a Tuesday afternoon. The best. It was unbelievable. God damn it. I'm sorry. I just get jer- jerked up. Oh, I see what you did there. See what I'm saying? Yeah, I, I get like jerked that. up talking about jerky. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. We call ourselves head jerks. <laughs> Fuck. We could probably just delete that whole thing, Jared, if you want to save time. <laughs> We're back. Real life podcast brought to you by our friends at Sumo Jerky. <laughs> the end of story when it comes to that. God almighty. I look forward to it every We're, month. We're looking at the reviews of real life online. And somebody, what were they saying? Bag milk? Oh, like, there's a there's a plethora of reviews. I like real life, if I don't want structure, if I want a professional podcast, I listen to the Oilers Nation podcast. Something like that. Uh, here's one for you. A, I'm going to let you guess how many stars this was reviewed at. Ooh, as exciting. Well. There's not much Oilers talk. All three of them get distracted very easily, and the side conversations start almost immediately. Yeah. That sounds like someone who's entertained. That's a five for sure. Wanye? I think, I think it's a five. That's a one star. Oh! <laughs> Someone to go to that extent and be that detailed, that tells me that they were enjoying all those elements. It is about the Oilers if there's something to talk about. Sure. If there isn't something to talk about about the Oilers, it's not about the Oilers. Well, and it's fun to just go off the rails. Yes. Sometimes you just need to take a left when the old map called for a right. Yes. Sometimes, you know, hey, you listen to a podcast sometimes to escape reality, so... We're just going to be nonsensical and off the rails. All the I time. haven't met reality in years, bagged milk. Not since I went online and uploaded myself into the cloud. How's this one? This nonsensical podcast touches a wide array of topics that even at times includes the Edmonton Oilers. Thoughts on a review on that one, boys? Five stars. I'm always five. We're that is a five-star review oh, right there. Unbelievable. Thanks, Thank Mom. You, sir. Yeah, thanks so <laughs> we went to a party on the weekend, and there was 30 of our friends there. And a whole bunch of people came up to me and told me about the podcast, including Larry and Shirley. They listen. They listen regularly. Oh, wow. They're like 60 plus. Yeah. (laughs) Chalmers' parents, like, comes Uh, on the show. okay. His parents listen. And that makes me very vulnerable to think that, like, Shirley Chalmers is listening to this right now. Because when we were little, she was one of the few adults that could yell at us and, like, scare us. She's like, oh, no, Larry and I sat by the fire the other night in Phoenix and listened to three episodes back to back to back. I'm like, oh, my God. Phoenix must be a boring place. I'm sorry. That's a shift. The international downloads, Jared, that's them. (laughs) Larry and Shirley. Wow. That's probably because they miss, because Chalmers House always used to be like a point of hangout all the time. And Mama C was always the mother of the crew. So she probably misses all that banter and randomness. Uh, So maybe that's, you know, just it's like a walk down memory lane. I like to think that this show is about camaraderie and other things like that. Not about the latest Oilers power play. There's times where there's going to be nothing but Oilers talk around the around the clock and Brandon Davidson's going to come in here. But then there's other times we need to talk about some other shit like 20 minutes of beef jerky talk that we're hopefully going to delete, Jared. How about this? This is literally the best quasi sports podcast out there. Throw on your shorts, grab some beef jerky, put your Vegas Gold Knights hat on, and sit down to a nice room temperature can full of beats. Fuck yeah. That is a five-star review, gentlemen. Oh, that, sounds, that sounds like five a great star. night right there. Stars. It's a casual evening. 
a wonderful Friday night, Saturday oh, night. I'm proud of that one star one we got. It's a good one. Maybe they thought it was golf scoring and the lower stars, the better. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe they're like, you know what? This deserves one out of five, the highest rating I could give this because I don't understand how things work. I love the title of this review. It's worth a listen, but it's an acquired taste. Ah, <laughs> like a fine scotch. <laughs> I personally enjoy this podcast, have listened from the start. At times, there is way too much filler and is recorded too quiet, and the amount of guests has dropped off significantly. But the group is hilarious with a unique sense of humor, and I truly enjoy it. I take offense to the filler comment. Yeah. Jeez, you think we think we're just trying to fill an hour and a half of, of, of your time and our time? Yeah, you think we just sit down with Jeez. a list of stuff that's probably boring to talk about and go off the rails trying to save the entertainment value? Yeah, you for don't an think hour? this is all planned? Everything is wrestling, folks. Yeah, the nonsense is real. This is the eighth time in a row we've practiced these lines for this part of the podcast. <laughs> Very, we've been recording for a There's week. Three half. days of prep that go into every episode of real life. I will say this though: watching the Oilers Nation podcast record is inspirational. Oilers Nation Radio, you're saying? Yes. What did I say? Podcast? Whatever. Well, whatever it is. The other one. <laughs> it's all good. It's much better than this. Well, and you know what? Speaking of Oilers Nation Radio, Jay caused a stir. Because, Wanya, you sat in on the last edition of Coombs Trivia. Sure. You participated, took down that spicy nugget like a champion. Gullet. And right Jay gullet. was saying that we did a poor job of knowing our Oilers history. Whereas I came back and said, listen... When you're on the clock, the pressure's on, things get a little bit sped up, the smell of hot sauce is in the air, things get fucked up. So, yeah, it was, it was the top 10 scoring, named 10 of the top 25 scoring Swedes. Yes. Yeah. And then you've got, like I said, I, I'll repeat myself, but you got Coom trying to fuck with you with delays and, and, and all this, this stuff, which I respect because he's the one that wants to get you in the hot sauce. You got Chris, who's just, he's not here to compete. He's just throwing out random names that don't even apply to the question. So I'm here to bring some serious compete level yeah. to it. I'm because I'm on your side, Bagmel. I don't want you to hustle. I want Coom to. I want Coom's mouth to be on fire. Well, we'll be ready for you, my friend, because our friends at Get Sauced have made a special batch Shit. of I, the hottest hot sauces that spices can possibly produce. I don't I'm think you're factoring out. in the pressure element. of this. The pressure element, it, it's in there. Have it's you ever the juggled mix. a live chainsaw? It's much harder. <laughs> Not when there was hot sauce on the line. <laughs> it's much harder than juggling a chainsaw that isn't a live turned on. A live chainsaw. Like turned on. <laughs> One of those. You throw it up in the air, it's way harder. When Coombs looking you in the eye and you're looking at a pool of death sauce mm-hmm. and you know there's a clock ticking, Oh, I know. I, I'm probably going to fail miserably, but I feel like I'm going to come in hot. I just coughed thinking about how hot that shit was. I'm, I am, abs- I'm, I'm actually nervous because, like, I don't do well with super hot. This and was this as hot as it gets, man. And they're making hotter. Remember yeah, when we were so, watching the hot sauce show, and mm-hmm. they're like, "This is 8,500 chiles." Yeah. And then I was like, "Bag milk? How hard? How hot was the one we were drinking?" And he was like, "2.8 billion." Yeah, it's crazy. Yeah, I'm looking forward to it so that you'll be in the next round of Coombs trivia with a little bit of radio silence is what they're calling it. And you think two hours later, you're not going to know when that thing ejects out the back end of the VCR? You know. Oh, yeah. You know when them wangs come out. Oh, the tape's caught up in the Walkman, if you know what I'm saying. I don't want to toot my own horn, but I think I gave him the name radio silence. Maybe you did. You were at the meeting. Yeah, when I was was telling that bag milk thinks their uh, hot sauce is weak. (laughs) Well, soon you'll get to enjoy some of that very, very spicy sauce. Exactly. I have to write on the coattail of bag milk's arrogance here. That's right. That's right. You just got to double down. Say it's not that bad, even while you're crying and sweating. No, I will tell. I will. uh, I am a heart on my sleeve type type of guy. So you, everyone's going to hear my pain. They'll be like, God, this guy whines a lot. At ON Radio Podcast on Twitter and Instagram, Wanye. We record Fridays. I have a note on my phone. Do not come to office. Or do come and then participate like you did the last couple of weeks. I've looked at it several weeks in a row. been like, don't tell me what to do, calculator phone. Well, I, I've got to I... take the nation truck to an event, a food bank event, Friday at noon. Well, you better uh, strap up a diaper there, maybe, just because you might be leaking out the back door. Oh, diaper. Mm. Mm. It, it gets greasy. It's bad. Enough hot sauce, it'll do that to you. I just had two thoughts jam in the door of my brain, <laughs> and they were like stuck together, and they neither could get through. God damn it. We'll be back after this Real Life Podcast. Have you got holes to dig, earth to pack, and roads to build? Then you need to call Jabba Machinery Group. Does your equipment need a service? You can't fix stupid, but here at Jabba Machinery Group, we can fix everything else. 
with a full range of parts to keep your equipment running smoothly. Chapa Machinery Group is a family-operated and Alberta-grown business. Here to help build a bigger and better Western Canada. Give us a call or visit us at chappamachinery.com. Chapa Machinery Group. Join the family. We're back. Real Life Podcast. Brought to you by good friends at Jappa. Did you see on Instagram that Jappa got an award for its building design? I sure did. For its new headquarters bag milk? I did, of course. And well-deserved, my opinion. A letter from the Atchison business community saying, beautiful. Saying, thank you. Not only is Jappa a proud partner of the Real Life Podcast and the Nation Network, so we'll pump their tires. My sister is the architect, bag milk. Mm -hmm. She won an award. Did she? For that building. Well... Congratulations we to celebrate Sister our, Yeah, we celebrate our wins as a family. And also, the fine folks at Jappa are getting in on Frank's picks as well. Do you I see, see that? this. The new dog. Oh, which which one? Not, is it Scooter? No, well, Scooter was in one. But Both dogs. Both shop dogs are in. Oh, jeez. Marin's new dog. What's her name? Cooper? No, his name? Something like that. I wish I could remember. I've got a terrible memory. I, I can barely remember or, both your names. I think well, it's a female named Cooper. Is that right? Marin, well, either way, dog's a beautiful dog. Marin, I'm sorry. I only, I only met your dog once. It was two hours after you owned it, and I haven't seen it since. Well, shout out to Jappa for winning an award. That's awesome. Yeah, super, That's, super awesome. And, I'm, and, and I can already tell you they have award-winning service. Award-winning buildings. Award-winning buildings. Award-winning dog picks. Award-winning equipment. Jappa. If you need to uh, dig a big old hole, you go out there and get the 560 on you. If oh. you want to create a new subdivision in the middle of your backyard. Which you should. We've got all your underground infrastructure handled. Mm-hmm. Hmm. And Perhaps you're thinking about human in. trafficking and you need a ground bunker. What? Okay, no. <laughs> well, Jappa would be a very key ally in a zombie apocalypse because you can dig the underground bunker of your dreams. I just accused Jappa of assisting in human trafficking, then kick the microphone to celebrate. Mm-hmm. Jared, thoughts? That's good podcasting. Shrug emoji. Yeah. <laughs> Do you guys find you ever think in emojis? Like when you're thinking a thought, like shrug. The first thing that popped into my mind was shrug emoji. Now that you mentioned it, I kind of do. Yeah. Now I'm thinking about it. I initially said no, and I'm like, wait a minute. I do. Yeah. And the thing is, too, well, and I'm still lost on a lot what a lot of these emojis even mean or what the proper use is. I don't care. It's I try, all context. I try and work new emojis into my conversations. Give us an example. Uh, what would be a good one? Well, bag milk, unfortunately, you freak me out. No, taco. I'll give people tacos all the time instead of saying thank you. Mm-hmm. I'll be like, nah, 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 nah. taco. What's well, that? It's for thanking you. Thanks for that. Who wouldn't accept a thank you taco? If you send me one oh, more stupid delicious. taco, I've been told via text. That's good. Yeah. Taco. <laughs> that's, that's the only response you can do. I still haven't updated my phone, so I don't have the Joker emoji, so I can't celebrate Puliarvi goals, although they've been... Few and far between. Very few, yeah, very few and far between. Do you think, when do you think he gets back in the lineup? He sat three straight. The Oilers have won three straight. They're winning, man. Like, it's it's tough. Like, like I said, like, in, in this is where we bring back to the Oilers, everyone. Yeah. Um, it's not just about tacos. Pooley RV, arguably in the uh, Winnipeg game, was arguably like the best or one of the best players in the ice. The kid was flying. He was carrying the puck with confidence. He was making plays. Um, you know, he scored a goal shocker when he's playing that well. And then the two games after that, it was like, what, like, what's he doing? Not a lot was the answer. Yeah. Like he's, 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 uh, I can see why. And I think we kind of talked about this, why, you know, coach doesn't, uh, have a lot of trust in him because like he'll, if, if, if he's not mentally in it, like he is disruptive to his line mates. I feel like the Oilers are doing him a disservice by not sending him down to Bakersfield. Yeah, he he needs to play. Like he's got to work through this. He's got to get down there. They've got some skilled players down there now, which may not have been the case in the past, but it is this year. Yeah, having him play twenty minutes a night, spending. Gregor did an interview with Jay Woodcroft on OilersNation.com today, talking about how there's more practice days in the HL than there is in the NHL. Less oh. travel. Yeah, that would be ideal for this guy. Give him a list. This is what you need to work on. Go down, get it done, play a lot of minutes. This isn't helping. Not helping. No. Yeah, I, I totally agree. They, I, I, I still believe in the, in the pool party project. Uh, I think uh, there's a lot of skill in that guy. When, when, he's, when he's got it all together, it's, it's unreal. But uh, yeah, no, I think he needs to be playing as much as possible and leaving it up, up in the press box, I think, is it's, it's, it's taking a step back. 
I think the Oilers need to do what the Islanders did with Mart- Matt Barzell, which was get him a life coach outside of the organization, teach him the ways, teach him about finance, about being a pro. About- How to get run over. Oh, he got fucking Boy, stomped. Got- we will put that in the podcast Clocked. article because he got killed. Clocked. But I just love the way that the Islanders kind of like, okay, this is a young kid. He's a big part of our future. Let's maybe help him along with somebody who's not directly involved with the organization. I think, though, it's interesting to see that there's just a segment of other fans that still are in negativity mode, right? Like So many. Hey, we got a 21-year-old back-to-back scoring title captain. Uh-huh. We're in first in the Pacific. I don't care how temporary bag milk. Uh-huh. What's everyone talking about? The guy who can't make the team that's 19. Like, oh, <laughs> that's what we talk about when it's Rob Schramm, but we've got no hope. But pool juice, fine. Everybody needs to yeah. calm down. This doesn't need to be a massive negative story. No, no. I, I just like, let's just set them up for success. Sure. That's but all. there's just, there's a percentage of people on social oh, yeah. who are like losing their shit, ignoring all this other good stuff that's going on to focus on pool juice, not getting 12 minutes a night nice time. Same with Bouchard too. That's a really weird argument. Some people are very pro him staying. Some are not. Well, it's they're weird. They're putting them on the power play. So that to me tells me they've got a lot of trust. Sure. In this player. Uh, Setting him up to succeed. That's his skill set. Well, he's exactly. been 20 years in the league. Well, and, I mean, uh, the man is a 38-year-old rookie. Poised. Poised, yeah. He's seen it all. But, uh, yeah, I, 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 once again, like, <laughs> at the end of the day, we're getting W's. So whatever they're doing and whatever movements they're making, like, I'm all in. But, like, you know, we have to think about development here. But um, with Bouchard, I think like they're managing this nine game thing. I still maybe they're still unsure what they want to do with him. He's at seven games so far, in case you were wondering. Yeah, I I, I was I was actually shocked they took him out for back to back games. I was too. So I wrote the GDB yesterday. Yeah, I posted it early. I made my game day predictions, and they were all wrong because the others made no lineup changes. So I look like a damn fool, and Gregor made fun of me for it. A <laughs> damn fool. Unbelievable. Oh, Gregor nailed the uh, uh, chase on scoring uh, against Winnipeg. He creeps me out with that stuff. It's like he sees into the future. I don't like it. He should be like a sports betting predictor. Yes. If he feels something, if he gets a hit and he he just feels it like, oh, guys, you got to go all in on Bayern Munich. They're going to win. Like he doesn't even know if they're playing, but bet on it. He doesn't know where it comes from. Just t- he's just touched, I guess. It's the mystic water of New Sarepta, Alberta. Ah, it was interesting yes. when Peter was here and he's talking about like the future of sports betting. Remember we were talking about that off the air? Yeah. And he's like, when you go to a Swedish elite game, there's like 80 different bets you can make on the game. Like prop bets or just all? Prop bets. Yeah. First goal, first team to score three, first team to get back-to-back penalty kill, blah, 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 everything. Yeah. I would take every Connor prop bet you could offer me. Oh, we should do Connor prop bets. Will he score in the third? Yes. We get two assists in the second, 30 to one. Here's a dollar. <laughs> Why wouldn't you? He's so good. Well, and you know, you know when it's going overtime, like he's in on the goal for sure. Is there any duo better than Leon and Connor in overtime? They're money. They're money in the bank. Yeah, like their their success rate is crazy high. Like yesterday when they got the two on one against Chicago in overtime, I started packing stuff up. Yeah. Like, like, well, we're, where were you? We're done here. It's on my couch. Right. Pantsless. Oh. Ready? It was it was <laughs> ready? overtime. Ready right? for what? It was overtime, so I'm ready for beats or I'm ready for booze. Yeah. It's one or the other. You never know what's going to go. Where were you, Jay? I, I had okay. to... Okay, somebody wasn't watching. I watched until <laughs> 10 minutes into the third, and then I had hockey myself, oh. so I drove and heard the whole third, the reigning third period in the car, in the nation truck, I should say, and then it went to overtime, and I had to go into the dressing room. So from that time, so I listened up until... Uh, the, the the third period ended and then went, got my bag, walked into the dressing room, sat down, picked up my phone, Connor scored. I was going to ask if you were checking your phone. If like, you're trying oh, to it for later. Yeah. And then I'm there. I'm like refreshing the nation. I'm like, show me the clip of the goal. I got to see this. That's acceptable. If you're missing hockey to play hockey. Sure. Yeah. Sure. So I got me amped up. I told you last healthy. night I was flying and it's because I was high off that Oilers win. After those two losses, if you had told me that the Oilers would end up with a 6-3-1 and one record. Oh, over the pants, hand jobs for everybody. Uh, oh, hey now. Can anyone get in on this? Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. I, I I was saying, like, if we can get through uh, this this gauntlet up until the the Chicago game, 
500, I would have been over the moon. Six consecutive games against teams with 100 points or more last year. Yeah, like, so what'd they go through them at the what record? Four, one, and one. Yeah, and you, no and, joke. Should have been five, five and one. Like that Pittsburgh game was like that could have been ours very easily. Absolutely. But wow, that was probably that might be been the arguably the best game of the season. Like going forward, which one, Nashville? No, 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 against Pittsburgh. Oh, Pittsburgh like and then that, Washington. That, like we'll look back at the season being like, that was probably the best game of the season. The Swedes had a hell of a run of games that they were going cool. to do. Oh, let's talk about the Swedes. God, I love all of those Swedes. We were blessed to have 24 Swedes take the risk, make the pilgrimage to Edmonton, watch the Oilers play. They got to watch all sides of the Oilers. They got to see us lose a... It was tighter than what the score said. 3 nothing to Nashville. But secretly, the Swedes love Nashville. That great game against Pittsburgh. And then the systematic demolishing of the defending Stanley Cup champions, Washington Capitals. Wasn't even close. Not for a second. These guys, like, and, and also, like, <laughs> the weather in Edmonton was amazing. They got it so, all. Oh, geez. Like, we were walking. Like, they're just like, oh, my God. Is it always like this in Edmonton? Is all, I'm like, yes, yes, yes. But, uh, you know, we went and did around town. and so much good shit. They had so much fun. Like, a lot of these guys, it was their first time in North America. You know, they're all diehard hockey fans. Uh, they just want to come here and see hockey. And, and for a lot of these guys, and, and we should get uh, the nation to repost some of these. But I, I captured a couple profiles uh, of some of these guys and their story as to why they came to Edmonton and why they're Oilers fans. And it was, uh, all of it was like just super emotional stuff. Like they went home on Friday and it was just like this, like bittersweet, emotional, heartfelt goodbye with, uh, with us and all of them. But, uh, wow, that was a week of weeks for them to come here. What was their kind of like thoughts on the city? Obviously first time for a lot of them being here. I saw real Ufe said really, really nice things about Edmonton on Twitter. Love seeing that. Oh, Ufe Bodine is one of the best humans in the world. He is the, if 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 we had a, like a, a if we had to deem a Swedish king of Edmonton, it would be Ufe. That guy is the man. Like Oscar everyone Klefbom? knows him. Oh, Ufe's above him. And I bet, I bet you more people a... know Ufe in Edmonton than Oscar Kleffbaum. Yeah, he is <clears throat> very popular. Like same abs though. So yeah, th- these guys. Like I said, we went. You know, the Pine took really good care of us. Obviously, we had a blast there. You know, they went to West Edmonton Mall. You know, they're from afar, so you have to take them to the mall because they're used to like small malls. Blown away, little Axel, Axel Steelhammer, the strongest name in humanity. Uh, spent the full day at the water park. Loved his life. Um, you know, went to White Ave, went and ate at meat, like did a bunch of cool shit. And these guys just like, this is like, we had no, we had no idea what Edmonton would be like. This has been like blown away, like our expectations. Uh, and, you know, they're going to come back next year and they want, they want to bring 50 Swedes next year. So it's cool to see kind of what Edmonton looked like through tourist eyes. But like all of them at the end of the trip, like one-on-one came up to me and just like, yeah, we like we loved the hockey, we loved our t- but we really loved our time with Edmonton and like Edmontonians just like embraced everywhere we went. I'm like, I'm with 24 Swedes. They're like, this is fucking crazy. And like they went above and beyond to make sure that uh, you know, they had a good time, whatever it is they were doing. It was insane. The Oilers could be something to drive mass amounts of tourism if we wanted them to be. Yeah. If we wanted that to be one of the things that the OEG did for Edmonton, there are a lot of people who are willing to come to Edmonton to watch hockey. Yeah. And, you know, it, it, it doesn't take much to, to, you know, show them a good time because there's a lot of good shit to do here. Of course, it's the best and, city in the world. Like, yeah, it was, you know, with downtown awesome. Like, we're walking everywhere. Like, it was so walkable. Like, it was, it was, it was, it was unreal. And, like, you know, when they got to take a photo of the Gretzky statue, like, that was super iconic for them. Like, once again, like, this, a lot of them, this is their first NHL game, like, NHL games they've been to. And they're going to the Holy Grail of arenas. So they're just, like, walking around, like, all bright eyed. Like, it was super cool to see. Also, uh, props to Clefbaum and Larson for getting out of their cars on the way into the arena and taking some photos. Connor yeah. signed something for Axel. Yeah, Axel got his scarf signed. Connor got out of his whip. Uh, Connor, I think, stayed in his whip, but he stopped because yeah. Ufe went and planted the seed with Larson in the morning skates, scrum yeah. or whatever. And so, yeah, like being the good Swedes they are, they came out of their cars, took photos Were you of there? the guys. I wasn't there for it, but I saw all the photos, group photos of that. They're just blown away. A lot of the others stopped and signed stuff awesome. for them. Uh, which is super cool. Uh, so like, like I said, these guys, like they did it all. Yeah. It was unreal. So much to the point, our boy Larvenin, who if anyone's uh, 
paid attention to when Ufe originally came, or we also brought uh, our Finnish friend Larvinen in, uh, who is uh, the official super fan of Finnish sports. More than Jurgenin? More than Jurgenin. That's a guy I made up, Bagno. Yeah. Jurgenin's so 80s. Oh, my God. Larvinen's now. No, in the, he's the, he's in, the what do we call this? The, the, the teens? The teens. Jeez, that's weird. They're, uh, they're almost over. Yeah, so Larvinen right. right now, <laughs> me and him are working together. He wants to, he's like, he's like 24 Swedes. Like, I'm going to bring 30 Finns. I'm like, okay, let's go. I bet those 30 fans would party too. They, uh, yeah, yeah, they'll, uh, I, I was warned uh, by the Swedes what to expect from the Finns. It's uh-huh. kind of funny when you hear like the, okay. <laughs> just like we say, when you go to Calgary, just expect, you know, brothers and sisters to kiss each other. Yeah. Um, I got offered funny. snooze probably five times hanging out with all the Swedes. love a snooze. I love the snooze. So the deal was with the, with the pack of Swedes, because they're on me all week, but I'm like going into the Washington game. If they won, I'd do a snooze. And so, Jeff. Thursday night, I must have packed in about three snisses. Oh. It's like a little tea bag. Oh, yeah. A little tea bag of nicotine and delightment. Jay, you also mentioned Calgary, and I want to bring something up. Just today, we sold out our nation road trip to Calgary on November 17th. That is sold out. Um, now. A couple if of you, wins. Everybody's feeling good. If you waited, you missed out. I told you, procrastination is not your friend. We are now sold out. We're going to have a great trip down oh, to Calgary wow. on the weekend of the 17th. Yeah, that's going to be, uh, that is going to be a really good time. Let's take a break, boys. We'll be back after this real life podcast. Alberta is where you find hardworking hands, where prairie grown rye meets mountain spring water, where we pull dragons from the ground, and we choose Rig Hand Distillery. Vodka, whiskey, gin, and more. Rig Hand is made from Alberta-grown ingredients, locally distilled and distributed. It's a bottle of Alberta. Ask for award-winning Rig Hand in your liquor store and visit RigHandDistillery.com. And we're back. Real Life Podcast brought to you by our friends at Rig Hand Distilleries. We just recorded the beginning of a segment that fizzled out like a bootleg firework. And then we stopped it and we said, no, this, this is a remix. Is, this is terrible. Even by our low standards of one star. <laughs> yeah, you ratings. guys don't think we care. Yeah. I'm Jeez. starting to think that one star rating didn't think one was the good rating out of five. I'm starting to think we're terrible. I think we're fine. Bag this is a remix. Do you know where we watched the game against Washington? Do you know where Jay and I were? Where were you? Guess where we were. I heard a little rumor yeah. that you were in a very fancy spot in the brand new arena. We were at that thing at the end, that nightclub deal at the what? end. Of the Sky Mezzanine? Sky Lounge. Sky Lounge. Yeah. Did you get to see the elevator? The mystical elevator? Which? Apparently, Kate, uh, Kate has an elevator over there. Over there? No, his goes to his box. Yeah. Oh, his goes you guys were on the other side. Yeah, we're on the other Okay, okay, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So we're like, we're like scout level, like management level high. On one side of the arena, there'd be the banners hanging down. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Far, far side. Up at the top, there's like a 30. Sorry, everybody. Jared, good. <laughs> That's how high you were. Yeah. You're away from the mic. How's oh, the view up there, though? Geez. Like, Here's what we got to do. Just as a, I digress for a moment. Go ahead. Let's get Hannibal Lecter things you can strap us into, Jared. Oh. And then we'll have our arms crossed, and we can't move, and then the mic will be right in front of our faces. Oh, like the Britney Spears headsets. That would be helpful. Yeah, and then we can choreograph the podcast. Yeah. Get animated. Get animated, exactly. I'm sorry. No wonder this lady said off the rails podcast in her review of our off the rails podcast. <laughs> yes, we were in this mezzanine sky lounge. You go to the third level, you walk around into the end zone. There's a lady there with a big sports net sign. It's the second level. Second level. Yeah, and you walk true. in and they say, hey, there's a buffet over there and you can have whatever you want. Oh, wait a minute. Whatever you want? Anything you want in the buffet is yours to cram into your food hole. Sweet Lord. Mm-hmm. Oh, and the food was like legit. Legit. Like those meatballs. Ooh. And you were with Swedes? Those Swedes. They even approved. Oh, boy. So then I go over and assume, of course, the bar must be free. So I say, one of everything, barkeep. And then they presented me a bill for what looked like a 747. And I just about had a heart attack. And then Jay came over with certificates and said, yeah. here you go, Wanya. Two of those drinks are free. Yeah. Wow. You get then two free drinks. DJ Tycho comes out. And he's spinning just for the lounge. That was just for the lounge. Just for the lounge. That was Tycho? I thought it was that Infamous. Was, that was, no, no, no. Infamous was on the outside. Oh, shit. Tycho was spinning just wow. for us, man. We were, we were among celebrity. And I said, I peed next to him. And I said, they got you in here, Tycho? And he went, yeah, man. And then walked away. It was exciting. <laughs> I'll tell you. I know I shared, uh, uh, a, well, not, I didn't share a plate, but I was in line to get food with the Drum and Brass band. They were in there with us. Were they hitting up our buffet? They were hitting up our buffet. Did they still have their instruments? No, that would have been very awkward. 
or trying or, to eat around a big drum that's in front of your chest. It would have been awesome. It'd but incredible. It's great content for very sure. Very talented people. Very talented. I like the drum band. I do too. I'm super into it. I was saying that the more they can steal from college sports, they should do that. Yeah, college sports gets it. Totally. I love it. More marching band. More. Is it an all game? No. I've been, I haven't been to Rogers. No, no, no. They it's just throughout like, the game. Yeah. Yeah, it's throughout the game. Like they'll they they have their little breaks where they uh, obviously not during the play. Uh, except for the first time they did, they're doing during the play, <laughs> it's really they? weird well, off know. mic, but uh, warming up. Yeah, but uh, they all look like Mario. They do. They're all wearing overalls and funny little caps. Mm. Yeah. They all have handlebar mustaches. Really? They plumbers. It's a me, Mario. And then the tall ones dressed in green. <laughs> Luigi got a bummer. They have an affinity opinion. for pasta. You know who I miss, and I don't even care. And I said it on Twitter, and then Ashmash09, our roommate, told me to delete my account. And then Quinn Phillips liked the tweet, and it was a calamity. And I don't care. I miss the Octane. Do I you? like the Octane man. Kids liked Octane. I like the calendar of Octane. I miss Octane. So are you suggesting that maybe the drum and brass band do more dancing while they play? Get 50 people in the drum line and get 100 octane dancers and just have them conga line around the concourse and you watch how much fun's had. Everybody, who doesn't it love a conga It brings energy, line? man. It brings energy. Where were we? What were they had the brass band? Was it Nashville? Uh, was it Nashville or was it Anaheim? I remember we were standing in the concourse, we were having a beer, was, and then the, the massive band came past. Yeah. Like, they probably had 30 or 40 people in the band. It was back. during the playoffs, yeah, yeah. And they were rocking, and they had cheerleaders, yeah. and they were dancing, yeah, yeah. and I was prancing, and Jay was slamming down $14 US beers with 0.01% alcohol. Na-na-na-na. Huh. I miss the Octane. I always found it weird how angry some folks got about Octane. Nobody gets mad about the Eskimos cheer team. Well, that, that was my point. Like, what's the difference? Just because it's the Oilers and we're inside as opposed to outside? Or the Crush? Yeah. Or the Crush? The Rush Dancers? The Why Crush? Not? Why not? Brought yeah. to you by a motorcycle place you'd never heard of? I'd like to see them doing flips on the stairs, though, this time. Maybe include Jesperson somehow. Throw him in the air while he's doing a t-shirt toss. Oh. <laughs> have them make like some sort of like pyramid where the, they combine to be the new bridge. And, and everybody skates underneath it. Human Walterdale. Mm. That's something Connor can skate under. Oh, I'd, I'd watch that all day. How about having one of them crazy parkour guys come for a night? Yeah. And like jump and hold onto the banner and slide down and do a backflip off and land in that Lowe's. That guy could do some shit in that building. I'm following a guy on Instagram right now that's doing parkour shit. And every time I look, I freak myself out. Like, be careful. Be careful, you Russian crazy little acrobat. Parkour is crazy, but it's so cool. I don't understand those guys. There's something wrong with them. I feel like genetically there's something wrong with them. But like, imagine it a game. Oh, I'm super into it. I mean, now you want to talk about your lawsuits. (laughs) If old Sergey slips off the banner and falls into (laughs) Lowe's. That could be a buzzkill. That's the thing. There's a risk there that if if our poor car boy dies, that that could tilt the game the other way. He's jumping up to see old uh, Johnny Infamous slips. Hey, yo. Does a header. I went to a Raiders game where a guy fell out of the top deck. No joke. Was he trying to catch a football or something? Nope. Just got pushed or fell. They didn't, and they, they didn't even stop the game. Probably a rival team fan. It's possible. I went to a uh, Raiders-Cardinals game. In Oakland? Uh, no, in uh, Arizona. And there was a massive fight that broke out in my section. And I don't know if I've ever seen a fight like this in like a public venue that wasn't like something you paid for on TV. Do you know what I mean? They were just slugging away. A thousand cops parade down. I'm like, holy shit. And the guy that was sitting right next to us could tell that I'd never seen anything like this. He's like, oh, Raiders are in town. You got to expect it. (laughs) When I went to the Raiders game, there was a full SWAT team walking around inside the football stadium and they were playing the Broncos. Yes, the Broncos. And there was a guy in a Manning jersey and he was like pinned against the wall in the concourse. And they were all like wearing like the big shoulder pads with spikes and they were like flexing and yelling. And the guy looked terrified and the cops were like, that's like the ninth worst thing going on right now in this section. And they just kept walking. No one snitches. Mm mm. No, you can't. In the Raiders stadium. I know they got their little, I can't remember what their little pit of crazy fans is called, but. That could be something good to bring to another's game. Just import 80 Raiders fans for one game. Search and destroy. What's the craziest thing either of you have seen at a game? For me, I remember it. I was going to a game on my birthday against Vancouver Canucks. This was at Rexall. Canucks scored. They were getting absolutely trounced that game. And the Canucks scored. It was like a 7-1 game or something like that. The Oilers won that game. Guys cheering. We're up in the 300s. A dude sitting two rows over from me, stands up, boots a guy in the back down the stairs. Oh, <laughs> what? shit. 
Oh yeah, and those stairs were not not very friendly. They're not carpeted up there in the old day oh, in the old barn. Well, mine mine is actually you when you hear it, you'll be like, "That's pretty fucking awesome." This is in in Wanya was there. Oiler stars, Oiler stars yeah, series. Man, that's what I was gonna say. <laughs> that's what I jumped in. <laughs> <laughs> Snooze and lose, <laughs> just like on the trip to Calgary. <laughs> um. Oh, oh, yeah. Oh, <laughs> if you drop stars, this, I'm coming in. Oh, the stars in playoffs. <laughs> you know, that was a heat of rivalry back in the day. Um, Comrie scores like the OT winner, the game winning goal. Yeah. I can't remember which one it was, but but Mike Comrie does it. We walk outside of Rexall, and there's a guy in a Comrie jersey shit kicking a guy in a Medano jersey. Wow. It was the best. And like, everyone's in a big circle big around circle. it. They're just like cheering, like chanting, yeah. let's go Oilers. Yeah, that's, that's right. They're chanting, <laughs> let's go Oilers. And Mike Comrie jersey is laying a beating down on Medano. Oh. And even the cops are like, no, no, let him fight. <laughs> like, well, in, in, in a circumstance of poetic justice, which that was, all bets are off. There's no law. Well, it's funny because the boys upstairs, a little bit younger, they were wondering about the 06 Cup run and how there was no social media then. If you if you guys think that it would have gotten as crazy as it did in 06, had there been Instagram, Twitter, blah, blah, would have gotten crazier. Yeah. The police would have had to figure out how to do crowd control faster. Well, yeah, but also there have been a lot of a lot of the shit that we don't know about would have been documented and shared. You would have, it, it would have just been like Fight Club on Instagram for Somebody put up photos. Months. Sorry to interrupt you. No, like, that's no, yeah. Somebody put up photos uh, within the last year of the 06 Cup run. And there's like the person hanging from the light and everyone's staring, but no one has a phone out. Yeah. You can really like place the time period there. Well, I think specifically near chapters on White, I watched a guy shimmy across like the phone line across White Ave and just drop into the crowd and everybody goes ballistic. You know, I'd have my phone out for that. Oh, that's good content. That's great content. Great content. Boys, we're going to do the best and the worst this week. We have to. I had, Back on the rails. I had lunch with Yukon. We went to a restaurant. The waitress came up and said, Mr. Jack, we were having a meeting the other day about how we can get our restaurant busier. And I told the manager that you eat here once a month at least. Would you please tell people that you eat here online? And he said, no. This is one of the few places I can go where people don't bother me. I'm never telling anybody about eating here ever, but I eat here all the time. Is it a good spot? Yeah. And the lady was like, okay. She walked <laughs> off. I, I think I know the place. That place is an institution to begin with. It's amazing. It? Yeah. But so they don't need help. Well, no, but they're like OG status. Like, of course. How can we get the kids talking about us on the mic? Yeah, what are we going to social media? The best of the week for me was the Connor OT smile. When that little bastard smiles like that, all three ventricles of my heart warm up. But Connor smiling OT, that's my best thing I saw last week. Best of the week for me is Nuge's OT goal, or uh, Nuge's shorthanded goal. Oh, Short-handed goal. I guess karma's come around. Yeah, that's All how right, you go feel. Ahead, you Mel, I'll just scratch off nude shorty and think of something else. He shadowed John Carlson like a fucking ninja. He was the wind. You couldn't see him. Sliding back around, intercepts a pass, dangles Backstrom. Yep. Buries it. Buries it. Oh, Best so of the week, good. Ryan Nugent Hopkins. What do you got now, Jay? Yeah, that was good. You know what? <laughs> uh, I'm going to go deep into the well because this is something we're going to talk about and didn't. Probably Nobody about the Swedes. He loves the Swedes. Well, no, well, yeah, that was the best of the week. <laughs> it, yeah, so we'll say the bookmark one is, yeah, hanging out with the Swedes for a week was unreal, uh, but I'll I'll make it hockey-centric because it seems to be the theme. Uh, I'll go Evan Bouchard scored his first NHL goal. Did you just, see, did you just say it seems to be a theme of hockey on a hockey podcast? <laughs> Well, go to our reviews. Yeah, good point. <laughs> Somewhat, sometimes, hockey podcast. <laughs> Evan Bouchard's first goal. Acted he like it. he'd been there. <laughs> Acted like he'd been there a thousand times. Uh, oh, this is why I got antisocial on my uh, my talk list. Yeah. He's, he's acting like he scored a thousand goals. Yeah. Uh, but he did no celebration. He just That guy's got no emotion. Like, he's just... And, and I don't even know if he's robotic. I just think he's like... He's got like, I don't know. Like, and then with Matheson's like, oh, I act like you've been there before. And then there's Dingle Nuts down in Calgary doing the floss. Or was that in Carolina? No, oh, I was Dougie Hamilton. Who's flossing? Yeah, yeah, in Carolina. I like personality. I do too. Like when Yamamoto scored his first goal, Amazing. fired up. Fired up. Jubilant even. Yeah. Like, like, like so, but. When Yakupov like, did the slide, that was the highlight of a four-year span. I guess we just got a so- hockey playing robot in Evan Bouchard. He's you know what? If he, if he can just, yeah, if he yeah, can he's keep. Tired scoring in his 40s as he is now i'll be happy i don't care if he celebrates just keep filling the net my friend yeah so best of the week 
Worst of the week, bag milk. I'll go last because mine's going to be amazing. My worst of the week is it's a little bit, I'm torn on it because I don't know exactly how I feel about it, but Zach Cassian's trade request. Damn it, that is I don't, also what I have written down. Karma is just raining you. on you. Wow. I don't know how I'm I feel about Mike it. I'm getting Mike Comrie shit kicked right now. Oh, mm-hmm. it's my worst of the week. <laughs> the beating that guy took. <laughs> guy makes too much money for the fourth line. That's okay. But when he's on his game, nobody cares. Hasn't been on his game a lot. I still remember to that San Jose series in the playoffs where he was just a destroyer of worlds. And I want that. So I'm split. I don't know how to act. Worst of the week, Zach Cassian's trade request. Why do you want to leave a team that's 6-3-1 and one and leading the Pacific? Mm-hmm. And how often does it happen to where your agent is allowed to go I find the trade? That, like, yeah. that was he's just been, really weird to me. He's been allowed to go seek a trade. Like, that to me is him being like, I want to trade. And they're like, you're not worth shit. And he's like, well, then fuck. I, well, I'll go find my own trade. That's how Fine. I took it too. It's like, go find your own trade. Gee, yeah. I want to trade. Fuck you. Well, can my agent find one? I guess. Go for it. Well, I guess he the we bet I guess we benefited from that because, you know, he played okay yesterday, he scored, which was very important in that tight Big scoring goal. game. So huge goal. You know, he's he's you know, hopefully increasing his market value and we can get Ben Scrivens back in return. That's <laughs> if, what we bring him back, bring him. back the professor. Bring him back. Why not? If I'm Chia, you gotta be smarter with how you're managing player value. Don't throw, don't let coach and don't throw players under the bus. They always do this. They're like, fine, go find your own trade, Cassian, thus removing any trade value he may have on himself. Get out of here, Sheldon Surrey. Go down to the AHL and while away the hours. Like, you know, some teams, when players ask for trades, bag milk, they say no. Yeah. Like one time Shaq demanded a trade away from Kobe and said, I want to trade. And Jerry Buss said, no. And then another time, Kobe said he wanted to trade when he played with Shaq. And he said, I want to trade. And Jerry Buss said, no. We don't have the balls to do that up here. And then when guys are on a sort of a downswing of value, we come out and blow their value right through the floor by saying things like, we've given him permission to seek his own trade. The old buy high, sell low. It's <sighs> the age old adage that everybody follows. If I was Chirelli, I'd also go back to school. And then asked to have my Harvard degree expunged from my record and my DeVry online how to be a GM course moved to the top of my resume because I'm looking for work on monster.com in the summer of 2019 because I got fired if the Oilers don't make the playoffs, but they will make the playoffs bag milk. And she'll be here for years to come celebrated for his genius. How's this Wanye? I like the show and how you guys react. The only thing I can really complain about is that there's absolutely no structure. Other than that, I look forward to each episode. Good start. Four stars. Four stars. I thought I thought that was going to be above three or above. Four stars from Guy in Alberta. There is structure in the sense that we're all wearing our own underwear. <laughs> Speak for yourself. Oh. We're all speaking to microphones. That's There's a microphone. We have Remember headphones. That, that one episode we did into potatoes. Remember that? Mm-hmm. Hasn't happened again. Yeah. All right. We did it again. Five stars from me, Wanye, on the reviews. Real Life Podcast. Whoa, See you next whoa, time. whoa, whoa, whoa. We're trying to bring the structure back. You haven't done worse of the week. I'm still reeling trying to think of mine. Well, he's been doing the Mr. Burns finger knitting together thing for hours. <laughs> I know. Hey, people. I don't think you like should. Like I said, I'm like we signing care. off. And he's like, nope. No, no. Mm, hold nope. the phone. Structure. We said we were We said we said were going to do this. We got to finish it up. I'm still trying to guess what, think what mine is because Bag Milk derailed me. But my worst of the week. So buy some time, Bag Milk. Right. I'm gonna call you Bag Milk, Wanye. <laughs> Normally I'm going. saying your real names, yeah, yeah. Uh, so that's that's an improvement. Is it's not the cast thing. It's saying bye to the Swedes. It was very bittersweet. Like I said before, it was. This guy loves Swedes, Bag Milk. It, uh, I do, man. They love they they love Edmonton, so I love them. Are you hooked on snooze? I've uh, I've ordered a log, if you will, which is a long tube of many tins of the snus. A log of snus. <laughs> I have a log of snus on its way. The perfect Christmas gift for everybody in Stockholm. Lingonberry flavored snus. You like that Swedish accent? Baby? Sounds great. My worst of the week was the beating that Mike Medano guy got, took that I just remembered. Because <laughs> that didn't Mike happen Conrad, last week. But remembering it was, that just uh, happened to me about eight minutes ago. That's true. Mike, I took a beating bag milk. Uh, and there wasn't a soul in the crowd. It was like Lord of the Flies. Everybody wanted blood. I know. It was so good. <laughs> oh, that guy got beat up. Uh, Jay, 
you want to talk us through the end here? So Jared, feels no, no, I, I I feel satisfied that we did what we were supposed to. This one, you know, this is at least a four and a half to five star uh, podcast. Or at least this episode was. Mm-hmm. So I'll be interested to hear what everyone thinks. Uh, so yeah, I'm done. Bag milk. Anything more to say to the folks? There's not much Oilers talk. They get distracted very easily, and side conversations take over the whole thing. I'd rather listen to David Staples if I want to hear some Oilers talk. Oh, how dare you, sir? One star. One star. David Staples. We need to video this podcast, because if you fucking watch that shit-ass podcast of theirs, where these fucking stale assholes are sitting around a table looking so uncomfortable around a microphone, then you, sir, are delusional. Go listen to Staples. Get out of get out of our podcast. <laughs> hey, it's Paige Desorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being fifty to eighty percent less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High-quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. When it comes to your finances, you think you've done it all. You've saved, you've researched, and you've invested all that you can. Now it's time to take those investments to the next level by using the brand behind every great investor, Yahoo Finance. As America's number one finance destination, Yahoo Finance has everything you need, whether you're a seasoned trader or just dipping your toes into the market. Join the millions of investors who trust Yahoo Finance to guide them on their financial journey. For comprehensive financial news and analysis, visit yahoofinance.com, the number one financial destination, yahoofinance.com.